Welcome to the Identity Podcast right here. We're so excited to be able to kick this off here and as we continue the month of May. Uh, it's it's been, a, it's been a crazy week, I think, for all, but uh, we're excited to be able to be here again and every single week. Of course, Wednesdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, right here live on the Identity Podcast Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch pages. We are here for the Identity Podcast, brought to you by Find Your ID NYC. Of course, don't forget to check us out on all social media platforms at the Identity Podcast, and check out our podcast available on all streaming platforms, uh, such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts, of course, the Identity Podcast. If you love the Identity Podcast and want to sponsor us, well, you can. All you have to do is email us at presentfindyouridnyc.com and we'll get back to you with more details via that. So that's pretty cool. And of course, as always, you can shop the Identity Podcast merch on Teespring. Link is in the IG bio in our link tree uh, as well. And of course, don't forget to check out our sponsorship with Brick Media. Every Tuesday, the Identity Podcast, a new episode brought to you right there. Of course, you're watching the Identity Podcast. I am Caleb, one of your co-hosts, along with my fellow and lovely co-host, Tarek. We're so excited to be here to be able to talk about this really, really important subject, something that we've been wanting to talk about for a while, but we're really grateful to have Kyle on here from PuzzleLife.Voice uh, to be able to come here and talk about autism awareness. So, Welcome, Kyle. We're so grateful to have you on, welcome, on the welcome, show. And, uh, we go. can't wait to, <laughs> to discover everything uh, that you have to say. Thank you. Thank you. First of all, I want to say thank you both for having me, number one. And I also want to thank you um, for using your platform to have powerful conversations like these. So I commend you both for our um, podcast like this. We need more conversations like this. So once again, thank you for having me today. Of course. Of course, man. Thanks for joining us, man. How was your day so far? I know uh, this was a bit last minute, but you know, he came through because I know this is a warrior. Um, all of our guests have been, you know, in their own right, their own thing, but you definitely embody the idea of, an, of a warrior in so many different rights. Um, and I appreciate that, you know, true, true, true kings. Prince has been all right today, so far so good. But that's, good. Um, that's one thing about a warrior. When I say warrior, to me, I, I define myself as an autism warrior because, um, as you can see behind me, the silhouette behind me, that is my wife, my lovely wife and our princess. That's Courtney, one of the beautiful people that we fight for. And when I say one, I don't just fight for my daughter. I fight for everybody on the spectrum, child, young adult, because being an advocate, there's no way in the world you should just be fighting for one individual knowing there's so many individuals that's living the same journey that you're living. So that, um, that's what gives me energy when I wake up during the morning, I'm excited. My first blessing of the day, every day, and I always say is waking up and having life. And after that, it's up to me to make sure that I get the information and I get the message out. Yeah, that's so true, man. You know, I, I normally what we do with our show, I, I like to say that we kind of ask people about their identity and how they identify. But I think this show is very special because you represent sometimes people that can't express their identities, um, mm -hmm. and yet they still vibrate at a frequency that you know that there's a God. So I'm curious, kind of the start of your journey, and what did you know about, because um, your your um, Puzzle Life is actually about all disabilities. It's not just about autism, but autism is something that you've learned over the years with Princess. If anyone knows, Princess is his, his daughter, his lovely daughter. He's always showing images. He has the gloves and everything. That's her in the image right there. I mean, if you ever see just images, I've never met her in person, but just see images, you could just see her spirit is just beyond, <laughs> beyond, you know, I something to that. be um, um, thought about. Right. Uh, and, and obviously, you know, your partner as well. Uh, keeping that going. But I was curious to say um, kind of where you started. You know, all of us definitely don't have as much passion or fervor yet about this. So how did you learn about disabilities? What was your first interactions with that? Um, and how did it lead to autism? After Courtney was after Courtney's first vaccine, let me just get right into it. I have a thing about vaccines. And when I say I have a thing about vaccines, I always use the word I, because I'm not speaking for anyone who takes vaccines or whatever the case may be, that's your prerogative. Our journey began after Courtney's first vaccine, because before the first vaccine, you know, this is just our opinion. This is what we've seen. Yeah. Courtney was following doing. command. Courtney was following command. Courtney was um, she was alert. She'd give eye contact. Everything is okay. Um, 
fast forward after the vaccine, I say about maybe 24 to 48 hours. Um, I'm just, we just see that she's just more of in a daze. It's like she's just wandering. She doesn't want to give eye contact. No, I'm I'm hearing a lot of mm, like it's just they call it jerkings now. For those don't know, a lot of people call it humming. Those on the spectrum when they when you hear mm, that's called jerkings. That's just their language. That's something that calms them down if there's too much going on as far as sensory issues. But at the age of two, according to at the time. We get called, you know, we just feel like, you know, things is not going right with Courtney. She's not having conversations with us. She's not giving us eye contact. So her first pediatrician, her first doctor, you know, um, we bring those issues to him. And I just felt that he was just, because of, I just feel because of where we're from, um, me being an African-American man married to a beautiful Latina queen, I just felt that our concerns with this specific doctor didn't matter because he kept saying, oh, you know, every everyone learns different. Oh, everything's okay. Don't worry about it. Not really hearing us as parents telling him, now something's not right here. Something's not right. No parent wants to label their child with any label, number one. So do you know how hard it was for us to be like, okay, something's not right here. And then when we go out and try to get help and they tell us, oh, no, nah, you're overlooking it. There's just something, you're overlooking it. You're just overlooking it. We took it upon ourselves to get a second opinion, which was the best thing that we ever did. The second opinion, that's when we got, that's when we found out um, she was diagnosed on the spectrum. Um, it will be a long journey. She will be nonverbal. This, this is what they said. She will be nonverbal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if if it's ever too much, man, you know we can always pull back and ask other questions. Because... Oh no, no, it's not. It's not because at the end of the day, I'm comfortable in the journey and being a warrior because the strength that we see within our princes just makes mm -hmm. me stronger to be me amongst anything in the world. I've learned more from her than any human being in this world, and my wow. daughter's only ten years old, and I don't say that lightly because when you become when when this when this journey hits you. The first thing you have to do is man up as a, as a father, and, and, you know, because um, as we go through, the, as we go through the conversation, a lot of fathers run from this journey. And you'll see that, you know, with a lot of parents that I speak with on Autism Warrior Chronicles, a lot of fathers point fingers when this diagnosis comes. And that's something that with conversation, we need to change for the simple fact the doctors tell us they don't know where this comes from, right? The doctors say there's no one to blame. The doctors say it's not hereditary. So there's no way in the world you should be pointing fingers about that, you know, this is your fault, this is your parents' fault, this is your family's fault. So for eight, I just felt like once we got the diagnosis, it was time for my wife and I, who was never educated about autism, who's never educated about special needs. I'm in our community. I didn't come from a household where my mother knew about it. That's why I didn't have the conversation. So we had to become, we had to do our homework. We had to channel anger into getting knowledge and wisdom. So what I did was I hit Google, I hit Facebook, I hit books. I just started reading, 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 um, trying to find out why, 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 why. And during, during the why, why, why and reading, I said, wait a minute, when we walk out the door, half of our community is not educated about autism. When we walk out the door, Princess is being stared at. And I just took the why? Why is she being stared at? Because God created her uniquely different on purpose. Because I just think that every child with special needs is uniquely born different on purpose because they outshine us. They are the, like one of the autism warriors mom said, they are the closest things to living angels on this planet. And I say that to say this because they don't have agendas. They don't know how to wake up with hate. They don't know how to wake up and not like you, not like that person, not like the clothes you're wearing. You know, the little things that we wake up and, and, and you know, we bicker about. They just want to be loved and accepted. And when society doesn't accept them, it pisses me off. I hear that. I'm sorry. I hear that completely. 
Nah, man, it's this that, like I said, you know, that's why I want to describe it as a warrior because I know how passionate you get about this subject and amongst other things. And now you've taken on even other children along the way and these souls that are just needing you. You know, there's a reason why this all happened. And the reason why I started where we started because I know for a fact, you know, my mother comes from a social worker background. So that's why I've always known about it since a child. I've always seen, you know, autism or the spectrum. First of all, you know how I was actually on your live the other day. They don't even know what it is. Let's be honest. Uh, that's <laughs> let's why just drop that bomb. Let's just drop that bomb already. Exactly, exactly. They have no idea what it is. And God does. And it's something about, sorry, there's a train passing. It's something about when you're able to connect with these individuals, you're like, I'm missing something. <laughs> you know, Maybe exactly. I'm on the spectrum of morality. I need to get some stuff checked out, you know? Um, for sure. And I just, I love just what has become, I love that you're able to do um, just contrarian thought, but not, not to, to go too far because, you know, we have a whole hour for this. What I was going to say was you didn't know about this at all. And how many people in your community didn't at that particular time? Let's think about the eighties and nineties. Who was thinking about this type of stuff, man? And it was happening on a large scale. And if you even talk about just the medical industry, that's a whole nother can of worms about certain things. So Mm -hmm. um, I imagine, do think that imagine when we went to school, you know, our era, they called it, you know, they call it special ed. How many kids they just sent to special ed or how many kids that they just labeled as being bad because maybe they was hyper or overactive and not knowing maybe they had sensory issues. Maybe they had ADHD. Maybe they had all these issues, but they was never diagnosed for it. So they was automatic labeled as being bad kids. And, um, and that just goes back to, like you said, in the 80s and 90s, this wasn't spoken about. It wasn't spoken about at all. And that's why a lot of a lot of people in my community have still to this day really have no idea what it is because it's puzzling. Number one, like you said, and that's why I relate to the puzzle part of it, because some people don't like the puzzle symbol with autism. And that's all right. They can do, you know, they have the opinion. You have the right to have your own opinion. With me, if you went on my live the other day and I put it up, it's a puzzling diagnosis. It's puzzling. Every time princes have a meltdown and we can't really pinpoint where the meltdown's coming from, God damn it, that's puzzling. You understand? So the puzzle's gonna always relate to me. That's why I'm gonna relate to the puzzle. I don't relate to an infinity. I understand what they what they mean by the infinity now all of a sudden, because that's the new logo for autism, is infinity. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, we all know this is forever. It's always been forever. And having conversations like this, I need society and politicians to know our kids don't stay kids forever. Where's the workshops that I'm fighting for? You know, where's the workshops? Like they can't be productive in, in the working place. If you go outside right now, you can walk to 10 stores and you might not find them. You might not even find one person with special needs working in that store. Why not? Mm. There's not workshops mm. to help our kids succeed. Yes. And yeah, now, now we're talking into the demographics because I, I think um, I think I've seen some films where they have special needs. Uh, pardon me. Sorry about that. They have certain films where they have special need actors. Um, you know, I've seen some people that work at convenience stores that are special, but it's so rare for our uh, for the you know BIPOC community, you know, the diaspora. Where is that? Where is that? Where's those workshops at? Where are those people that are reaching out into our communities after, like you said, it could have been a, a botched um, thing that actually affected our body and our brain. And the best thing that you said also about the meltdowns, um, what I like to think of is like, have you ever been so frustrated and not be able to express that? Say that to the person around you, the people you love? I mean, being nonverbal in and of itself has put you in a, put us in a bind of sorts that are already so it, it's just not the same communication sphere that's what i want to say now let's bring up the biggest example of what we've been looking at i think elon musk first just came out the other like on snl saying that he's lot. on the spectrum yep and so, look at his, uh, look at his work drive look at his work drive jerry seinfeld on the autism spectrum like a lot of people don't understand that look at his work drive you know what i mean like I, and, I, and I put up a post a couple of months and I named five famous people that people didn't even know, know at all. So is my main thing was 
when you hear autism, when you hear Asperger's, when you hear all these disabilities, that's where they stop at. And a lot of people in the world freezes on the word disability. Um, let's start looking at the capabilities because there's so many capabilities that has come from our princess. You know, when you, you know, they see disability, they hear disability, but then they get blinded to all the capabilities. There's so many capabilities within our children, within our young adults that's on the spectrum. And um, the proof is in the pudding. Like you could Google right now how many people that we look at as far as artists, as far as actors, you know, that was given a chance and given an opportunity, but they're on the spectrum and you would have no idea. Exactly, exactly. And what would we even accept them if they if this title was attached to it? And that goes back to saying, how can I label something that came from me, some title that's arbitrary as autism? You know what I mean? If you look at the definition, it don't even connect to when you look at your daughter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, what, what we're all coming full circle here. So I love how you've defined your own brand. I love how you've switched it into your own thinking. That that matters so much because when people think of puzzle life, they may not think of the actual ideas and the 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 rhetoric that comes with autism and special needs. They're gonna think of capabilities. They're gonna think of you know power and stuff like that. I mean, if you think and about it, what's, what's, that's what right, the main thing is. It's like it's puzzle life. Everyone deserves a voice. And um, when every time you see me speak, I'm the, I'm the voice of my daughter, right? I'm speaking for my daughter. And you you touched on something a second ago as far as the meltdowns. Can you imagine someone standing next to you and I, and we're verbally talking, we're celebrating, we're clapping, and they can hear this and they can see this and they move in their mind, but nothing, it don't come out the same, right? Some, so when princes have meltdowns, a lot of times, nine out of 10, and I tell, and I want society to start doing this, just, to, just take, just imagine stepping in their shoes for that moment. That person's having that meltdown. Just imagine you not being able to express yourself. And you got so much that you want to say, so much you want to interact. You see everybody doing this, doing this, and everybody reacting off conversation, but that same reaction is not coming your way. So now sometimes, a lot of times the meltdown is for attention. A lot of people don't realize that. Hey, I'm here. I'm standing here. Oh, I have a special need. I have a disability. Do you know I still can feel love? I still know, you know, I can still receive love. Yes, yes. See, a lot of people don't understand that. Like they is disability. And that's what scares a lot of people. Disability. Mm -hmm. Oh, because they have a disability. Let's treat them differently. Let's um pay attention when we want to pay attention. Oh right. no. Oh no. Right. That's a that's a human being. <laughs> that's a whole exactly. soul right there that's feeling all mm -hmm. of that energy. You know, love is a universal language. Like you, you just mentioned that too. You're like, you don't think this person feels love or when you're not being in love. In fact, I know for a fact Princess is a human lie detector because in a certain people's energies is not right, she not mm -hmm. with it. She's not, not with it. it. You know what no, I'm she's not with it. She so, they have I they just know. have it, and that's where I think God and faith comes in, because at the end of the I use the word. Any autism warrior or any parent that's raising a child with special needs, and sometimes they don't feel it when they're at their low, they've been anointed for a mission. They've been anointed. And when if you look at your body, if you're spiritually in your body, when you're anointed for something, that means God knows that you have a strength of inside of you that you don't even know you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So every day that I get up and fight for all those on the spectrum, I know that I'm fighting for a better tomorrow. I'm fighting for acceptance i'm fighting for people to understand that one thing that's left out in a lot of that's left out daily that could solve a lot of problems which is conversation that can lead to understanding that can equal acceptance but it all starts with conversation you know what i'm saying it goes mm -hmm. back to a conversation that hopefully right that person can start understanding and as they start understanding they start accepting Mm -hmm. It's a three-way metaphor, and it's that simple, but it's all about mindset. We have to change the mindset. See, social media, right, unfortunately, has brainwashed our youth. It has brain, and it bring, damn near brain, brainwashed half of the, the adults out here because they believe everything they see, they follow everything they see, and it took the brand of leaders, right? Nobody wants to lead no more, right? What? We have to go back to the era of leading. That's why I said it's very important to have podcasts like this 
because you're having conversations about things that matter, conversations that should be happening daily in every household. When people walk around with puzzle like that voice, right? People think that we, my wife just created the clothing just to create the clothing. No, it's bigger than that. It's puzzle like that voice. Puzzle like that puzzle wear is a clothing with a voice, and we say this: when you see somebody wearing this, and when you go and when, when you walk into a neighborhood or a household, a conversation about special needs or autism is going to happen. That wasn't happening before, and if it did happen, it only happened in April. So now, when you stand on the street corner like this, and you got on puzzle wear, yo, is that? Does that represent autism? Is that yeah? And let me explain it. Let me let me talk to you a little bit about it if you don't know about it. Oh, okay. Nah, now I get it. Because my man or my sister or my cousin, yeah, they're on the spectrum. I get it now. Damn, I didn't really know. It starts a conversation and it keeps a conversation going. Yeah, yeah. No, that that is absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I think Tarek's in and out, but no, I I and think I didn't um, lose y'all. I didn't mean to lose y'all when I went on the um as far as the um vaccine. The reason why I say vaccine at the time Courtney had a vac, I didn't know me being an African American young man, I didn't know that you can ask what's put inside the vaccine, right? I didn't know that to after. Now, one of the things that I know back then that was in the vaccines, and it shouldn't be a no vaccine, is thermocell. Mm. Right? Thermocell is a mercury. And we don't supposed to have mercury in our body at all, let alone we don't know how a child's brain develops with mercury. So thermocells in vaccines. So that was one thing to is that's the one time where as a parent, I blame myself. I felt like me not knowing, me not being educated enough to understand, like I have the right to ask the I have the right to ask a doctor, excuse me, what's in these shots? I didn't. Doctors said it was time for a vaccine. I followed protocol. After I did my homework and find out, you know, you go up in a couple of, um, you know, you, you get around other parents that lived this journey before you and they saw breaking down to you. And it's like, damn, I could have asked, what if the derm, and, and, and I still battle with that. What if the mm-hmm. cell wasn't inside the vaccine? Would she be okay? But then I stopped because I said, I wouldn't trade Courtney for nothing in the world. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world. So, you know, that's where the mixed emotions come at to it. Like, was it my fault for not knowing? Um, it just it just gets overwhelming sometimes, brother. Yeah. No, hey, no, no worries at all. In the world, man. Mm-hmm. No, hey, we're just so grateful to to be able to have you on the show and and to hear your story and to hear Princess's story and, and everything. And and I, I must say, you know, to kind of tie in what, what you're saying, what you said to us at the beginning of the show and what you kind of said to me behind the scenes of sorts. And, and that was, uh, you know, there's there must be a reason as to why we're both on the show right now, right? As to why we're talking. And uh, even though it wasn't expected and even though it, it wasn't what uh, we want, what you wanted or anyone wants at that um there must be a reason as to why sometimes people might be a little different, but it doesn't mean that they're different in a bad way, right? It means that they are they are still human beings and they are still incredible and they still do amazing things. And and they I think one of my favorite things uh that I actually a friend of mine told me once is that people who are on the spectrum can teach us things just like we can teach them things. You know, and I think that's, that's, a, a, I think that's a really important thing. He's absolutely right. Whoever your friend was, yeah. shout out to him. Because um, like I said, Princess is only 10 years old. I don't know patience without Princess because being yeah. a warrior, if you don't have patience, you've already lost this battle. That's the first thing that you need with this because you better load up on patience. And you got to, I don't know unconditional love without this, this journey. I'm talking about, un, I know the true meaning of unconditional love now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that before. This is like, it, it, it just rocks you in a different way to where you have to become so, like, just, just imagine COVID-19 hit us last year. One thing that our kids are on the spectrum is they have repetitive behavior and they're routine-ish. They routine-ish was snatched by the snap of a finger. How do you explain COVID-19 to our children on the spectrum? You can't. So, the, the meltdown that probably was like this, 
before COVID was like this for the whole year. No, our man in New York City, he don't get what we're going through. You never see him go on the news and speak about parents raising kids with special needs. The mayor has never spoke about us. Never. He will speak about mental illness, but mental illness is not autism. See, you can't keep putting them all together. And that's how I know our mayor is not educated. He's not educated when it comes down to it. Just like when he say, go get the vaccine. We'll give you some free franchise. Go get the vaccine. We give you, you might win a lottery for some free Brooklyn Nets tickets. You got so many parents with kids with special needs that's scared of a vaccine because of what they feel could have happened to their kid. How you just keep throwing that out at us? Get the vaccine. Just get. You're not addressing those that's afraid of vaccines. Once again, it goes to us being left out. It's not inclusion. You're isolating us. So that's what I meant to ask. Um, so how 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 did you start your foundation and how's that all going? And you know, um, how can we get involved? <laughs> Let me know, well, man. My wife and I, we started PuzzleLife.Voice just to um, we started PuzzleLife.Voice to have the conversation to get the information out to get the information out to communities like ours that we felt they just didn't care about or they didn't want to have the information. Um, puzzle where, like I said, my wife, I came home from work one day, she was fed up and I just see her with her shirt on a shirt on a bed. And at that time, Puzzle Life started with just fabric spray paint, fabric spray paint. You can remember brother from the beginning, right? And we would put puzzles and we just put the message. Like we wanted to be walking billboards. People would laugh at us, laugh at us, but we knew why we was doing it. And it grew from there. Now, that's eight years ago. We 10 years in now, right? We No, we're eight years in now, mind you. Now, we got, I go live, like I said, I go live every Thursday with my brother Snipe Life. Then Friday, I got Autism Warrior Chronicles on Instagram to where I go live with an Autism Warrior parent around the world. And they share their journey because just because you met one child in the spectrum, believe me, you only met one child in the spectrum. None of our children are the same. So we learn from each other, we build from each other, we lead each other to what politics, what politicians we need to speak to, um, how can we change laws, how can we get sensory gyms in every public school? I'm fighting for a sensory park in the Bronx. Um, we got the right now, I want everybody to join in. We've been doing this since last year, but this year we took it to a different level because of Hall of Famer Ed Reed, big shout out to Ed Reed, Hall of Famer. We got walking in place for autism, which means if you look at the hashtag, which you're taking 30 to 60 seconds out of your day, right? To acknowledge those with special needs and disabilities. You can walk, you can jog, you can jump, um, you can just wave your hand, you can dance, it doesn't matter. Long as you use that hashtag and say, I'm taking 30 to 60 seconds out for those with special needs. And the reason why we wanted to do that, because we wanted to prove to the real warriors out there, you can't be fooled about those that come on board in April. Let me repeat myself. Everybody in America on April 1st goes blue. On April 2nd goes blue, autism awareness month. Everyone, everyone. But we all know, how many of those people really know what autism is? How many of those people really are warriors to where if they've seen us warriors parents in trouble in the street, they know how to recognize it and come to our aid instead of laughing and staring and pulling out a phone? How many people? How many politicians you've seen go blue, autism awareness? Now, we're in May. I don't see those politicians talking about autism acceptance. Shout out to the ones that are still doing it. Ruben Diaz Jr., he's still talking about autism acceptance. But the point of walking in place for autism is to let us know every day, all day, we know that we matter. We know that we have warriors around the world, whether you blood or not. You don't have to be blood to be family. If you look at my Instagram page and see the thousands of people walking in place for autism, the 8720 family, that's Ed Reed's whole crew, right? He got them doing it. Fat Joe, shout out to Fat Joe. You know, shout out to um, Mike Geronimo. He's the first autism warrior. He's an autism warrior dad, Mike Geronimo, icon hip hop. Went on Drink Champs. Everybody, you know, went on Drink Champs to talk about the movement. So I respect those who have a platform and want to have the conversation. 
because we know this is an uncomfortable conversation, but I'm a parent sharing a splash of my daughter's journey, right, with strangers. And I'm doing that because without the conversation, there's no acceptance. There's no acceptance. There's no understanding. You see how I could go, brother. Like, I'm, I'm so passionate about this because mm -hmm. I need people to understand we must get educated. One out of 54. One out of 54. That means it's in your neighborhood. That means it's in your community. That means you come across it whether you're on vacation or not. That means, okay, you can really, you don't have to be a parent to be a warrior for those with disabilities. And I want those that don't understand how hurtful this may be those that use this phrase when you look when you walk up to an autism warrior or you walk up to a special needs parent and say well he or she doesn't look like they have autism there's no face for autism i know you probably don't mean harm by saying that but it hurts us inside deeply for those that do say that so if you are one of those that do say that please understand what you're saying she or he doesn't look like they have autism what does autism look like you understand like they have to take that moment and how hurtful that is for us you know like i said it happens from time to time and i try to i try to bring that knowledge to them and, and let them know um that's not really a question you ask uh that's not really a, that's not even a question that's not nothing you say to a parent that's raising a child with special needs mm -hmm. There is no face. What do you mean? What does autism look like? Is there a certain thing you're looking for? But then you go back to understanding that person didn't have the knowledge. That person didn't have a conversation. So how do you educate? You don't educate by getting mad and yelling at everyone who's not educated. You have conversations like these. And I commend y'all. You and Turk, man, yeah, my gosh. Like I said, um. And as you see, this, this conversation wasn't even scheduled. It happened on the fly, but everything happened for a reason. And one thing about me is I never hesitate to get the comment, to get the message out, to get the message out, to let people know how important it is to stay in this battle with us. This is not a trend. You don't come out April 2nd and act like you're marching with us, and then you leave May 1st. This is not a trend, this is livelihood, this is our life. Mm -hmm. We go through this every day. So I don't think you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair to us as warriors for those paparazzis that come into mm. our life and see what we go through, because that's what I call them paparazzis. You're just coming in to get a flick or two and see what we're going through, but you're not willing to sit down, join the conversation and get the message out with us. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's fair. That's a fact. And that's why you started the hashtag, right? How, how's the hashtag well, growing? And how's, how have you used marketing to kind of help you um, along your journey? Well, Entrepreneurship me, is the I've first step, with... it seemed like. <laughs> Next thing is marketing. Well, with me, um, when I go into, I'm, I, all the marketing you see is, is is my wife and I. And um, as far as the gloves and the boxes, as far as, the knock because we got this and we got to knock the stigma out of autism because that's the main thing we're trying to knock this stigma out of autism shout out mm -hmm. to my brother and my partner put up your dukes and his wife because the gloves don't happen without them um it's such a stigma so we're trying to knock this stigma out and as far as marketing is that's just me and my wife getting up every day i must go into 100 dms or i'll go into 100 people's dms every day and I speak to them as a father and an advocate. I don't go into their DM as a fan because I'm not doing that. And I'm never going to beg you for an acceptance. That's not anything that I have to beg for. For you to accept kids, to accept our kids with special needs. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to let you know, brother, you have a platform. I see XYZ on your platform. Me being a warrior and an advocate, I know when I go out in these streets and when I'm trying to reach the youth, because you know the youth is the hardest individuals mentally to reach when it comes down to positivity. They levitate to negativity like a magnet. When you're talking positivity now, they'd rather hear it from their favorite rapper, their favorite actor, their favorite athlete. If they say it is golden, 
So that's why I be telling these athletes and rappers, I challenge you, right? Once a week, twice a week, show something encouraging on your Instagram. You got millions of kids that don't even listen to their mother and father, but they go by what you say. You know, can you imagine if half these rappers said, do your homework when it comes down to learning what special needs is. Stop being a bully or, you know, pick your pants up. Uh, watch your language around elders. Start holding the door for elders. Be a young man. If they said it, do you know half of the youth would do it? You know, when I go out on the corner, sometimes I'm just a father and an advocate, right? I'm going out on the fly, hoping that they listen. See, but I always get encouraged because if it's if it's 20 there, right? And if I get one individual to listen to me about autism acceptance, I did my job. Because that one individual, when I leave, he's going to turn around and talk to the masses. He's going to go home and talk to his parents, talk to his friends. It's all about reaching one. If you can reach one every day, you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job. And that's my goal. That's me and my wife's goal, to reach one every day. And if you look on my page, you know, we don't reach. We, I think we're doing a pretty good job, man. Shout out to my Puzzle Life family. Um, I don't say nobody individually because they all are family. So shout out to the whole my family and shout out to every special needs family across the globe. You're not alone. We are one. Because a lot of times they feel like I'm not having this conversation. I didn't have this conversation a hundred times. They don't get it. They're not going to get it. They act like they get it. So I, I get, I understand where that part comes from, but, um, we got to stay in their face and get things done when it comes down to our children and making a better tomorrow for our kids. Wow. That was so, it's so powerful. Everything that you're saying here and uh, learning more about this, I think is exactly right because I'm sitting here and knowing someone, you know, my mom's a, an educator, my mom's a teacher. And so I, I have been around this for most of my life as well. I've, I've known what autism is. I know what being on the spectrum is and, and everything. And as Tarek said as well, and so being able to know that is one thing, but it's also being able to be aware of it, right? And to be able to uh, educate others, but also to continue to educate yourself. Because as I sit here, I'm still learning things from you and, and from maybe even what Tarek has said throughout the show. And I think that's really important, too, is to be able to sit here for someone who is in my position and be able to listen and to be able to, uh, for all of our listeners, for all of our viewers, all of our subscribers, I hope that you are listening to this show and you are listening and are allowing yourself to be more aware, right? Because anyone, no matter where you go, could be on the spectrum, but that shouldn't change your way of life. You should, you should be able to be kind to everyone, right? You should be able to be educated and be aware of your surroundings. You, you know, it, it shouldn't, it shouldn't change if you are already doing the right thing. And I think that's a really important, a really important thing. And uh, when it comes to marketing and everything, and from what I've noticed from your page, I love the different things that you are doing with the hashtags. I love the fact that you are uh, you are having the uh, the boxing gloves and everything, knocking the stigma out. And I was thinking that today uh, when we confirmed to have you on the show tonight, I was thinking, you know, stigma, the word stigma, and everything that falls around it and lies into this big pot of stigma, right? And there's so much stigma when it comes to individuals who are on the spectrum. And it is quite possibly, no, it is one of the most unfortunate and saddening things to know that there's so much stigma around there. And I can't even begin to imagine what it must feel like to be a parent of someone who is on the spectrum and all that stigma that is falling onto your lap and to have a child who is on the spectrum and all the stigma, even, you know, twice as much stigma that's falling onto their lap. And so I applaud you for everything that you're doing with puzzlelife.voice and everything that every individual is doing across the globe. You know, it, it's, you mentioned something earlier 
And, and that is simply just, if you can reach one person, right? If you can reach one person a day, it means you're doing something right. And, and what's great about that one person is then that one person is going to tell another one person. And that one person is going to tell another. And it's next thing you know it, you're reaching thousands. There's a domino effect. Yep. And that is, that's powerful. And that goes for anything, anything that, you know, needs to be heard, deserves to have awareness spread. And I think being able to, <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, I want to challenge your listeners, right? When they, when they finish this interview, I want to I challenge your listeners to go to three hashtags when this is over, just to see the impact of what we do. One of the hashtags, one of the hashtags is knock the stigma out of autism. Knock the stigma out of autism. That's one hashtag, knock the stigma out of autism. The other hashtag is you already know walking in place for autism. Walking, walking, yeah, yeah, the walk, yeah, not the stigma of autism. Walking in place, because a lot of people put walk, and I don't know why they put walk. The hashtag that we're using that that attached to us is walking in place for autism. If you was able to enter the lives of of of, of parents that shared their journey, that's that would be Autism Warrior Chronicles. That's the show with all the episodes, Autism Warrior Chronicles. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up. I was like, you know, the only thing I could think of back in the day, autism was. Yeah, when they, when they do, when they tell them, when they do the hashtag Autism Warrior Chronicles, put it all together as one hashtag, and y'all get to see the many parents that um that we've impacted, the many parents that um know that their voice need to be heard. And I tell every parents, you have the last say when it comes down to your child. You are the ultimate warrior for your child. So um, if you don't get up and fight for your child, don't expect someone else to fight harder than you. I mean, that's a lot of parents don't understand what I mean by that. So is you have to be the one going out there literally fighting for your child. If you know your child needs X, Y, and Z, and they're telling you no, and you know as a parent, well, you got to go over their head to get your child X, Y, and Z. You, know, you never settle when it comes to Because that's one thing with me and my wife. We never settle when it comes to court. Our school, when we coming in the school, I already know who we are. We come. I don't settle when it comes to Courtney. Our doctors know exactly who we are, what I'm going to ask them, and what it needs to be done. Like, I don't settle when it comes to her. We're not doing that no more. We did that in the very beginning. It got us nowhere. Now, at the end of the day, they already know, okay, we're sitting across two individuals that are very educated about it, and they're going to second guess everything that we tell them, so let's come correct. So as parents, please, if you feel, if you feel something's wrong, do not wait for services for your child. And if you're in the early stage of it, I can't stress this enough. Early intervention is important. Early intervention is important. That's when you, they come to your house up to the age of three, which I'm, we're trying to change the laws. I think it should go to the age of six, seven, because how much information can a child process at the age of three? But you know, you gotta give, you know, we take what they give us for now. But until the age of three, they come to your house. You get in services, ABA therapy, speech therapy. After three, you gotta you gotta fight for all this. But in the early stages, early intervention played a big part as far as with Courtney, as far as you know, her physical therapy and her speech therapy. And a lot of parents don't understand the importance of um, early intervention because, like I said, the stigma, or they don't want their kid labeled, or You'd be surprised how many parents are in denial of their kids are on the spectrum. They tell a doctor that doctor don't know what they're talking about. Right. And now you're not giving your, your, your child a proper help. You're not putting your child in a proper in a proper environment to excel, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And now that's when bullying is being taking place and mis- right. miscommunication is taking place. So I want to encourage parents, care less about the outside noise. Your main yes. concern should be your child. I can yes. care less what anybody got to say outside the doors. I know I'm fighting for my princess. Um, only God can judge me. There's nobody walking on this earth that's God. So like I said, stop listening to the outside noise. Stop listening to the outside noise. You're only hurting yourself and your child. Yeah, I, that's, I think that's a great, great big topic. And like I said, I, I can't wait to have you back on and just Keep up with your oh, process, man. Yeah, do this properly. We this, do this, this is this is something we. I mean, you know, Caleb is Caleb. Caleb will put you on 
on our monthly show. You know, we can also do pre-recordings, of course. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, um, you know, I wanted to just talk about, you know, those parents that are denying. I wonder how that feels, you know, uh, on the grander scheme of things. And then you got the whole society denying them as well their proper place. And also I've noticed, like I, like you said, um, you've um, incorporated other disabilities as well. And um, I know Princess has gained some friendship and community in her own network as well due to due to certain things like that. So how, how helpful do you think it is to be around others like themselves or um, other parents like yourself and creating network and community? That's why you, if you look on my, I've been, try, I've been fighting for a community center for God knows when. I don't found spaces. And the reason why I feel the community center is important because in that community center, you got all special needs parents together as one, right? In that community center, you have a space where our kids is communicating with those that's just like them and they know how to communicate, they get each other. Then you have parents that's able to let steam off, that's able to sit across from somebody and be like, wow, wait a minute, I can talk with somebody that's living this journey, that gets it, that understand that no, it's not me complaining, it's not me just being overwhelmed. They get it. Like autism affects the whole home. I don't think the world understands that. It affects every child, every individual in your home, right? So when we have that safe place, if we ever get that safe place, it gives us the opportunity of hope. It gives us the opportunity of feeling like we belong as one. And then in the puzzle like that voice, I'm learning about things from other parents. I had no idea the ins and outs about Down syndrome. One of our warriors that I was able to meet, you know, he's doing walking in place for autism, but you know, his son has Down syndrome. So when we connect, he say, he's telling me, you know, what he has to go to on a daily basis as far as, you know, the bones, you know, the way the bones grow, the way the diet gotta be about Down syndrome. I'm learning about Asperger's, ADHD. Like th that's why autism is a spectrum. It's so many levels to this. You can have high sensory, low sensory. You could be verbal, you could be non-verbal. So it's like, I learned something from all these different conversations that we created with this platform with these parents. And, it, and, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. I mean, I commend you, man. That, that's amazing. <laughs> that's super amazing, man. I think I, I think that's the next move, man. Building that fund so we can open up that community center. That'll be the best move. Um, I know you uh, spoke about how um, some of the playgrounds for autistic children also aren't up to par as well. So I think you'd be a pioneer in making that something a lot less trending, like you said. Um, and well, I'm gonna keep my fingers crossed. Supposedly. Um, Shout out to William Rivera. Um, he's running for um, council in the Bronx, but shout out to William Rivera. Um, I put up a blueprint last month. Suppose, you know, we're supposed to get our first sensory park on private property, which is in, um, on the grounds where I live at. I don't want to jinx it until I told him I won't be excited until I see the shovel in the dirt, but that's supposed to be- Don't count those eggs yet <laughs> before they hatch, I understand. But on that, on that topic, is amazing. Special needs, disabilities, autism has been here for years, centuries. We know this. Why the hell is there not a sensory park in every borough? They can never answer this. They tried to say we had a sensory park in Pelham Bay. Newsflash, that's a garden. It's a garden. It's not a slide. It's not a swing. It's not shade. It's not a lock gate. It's not a sensory park. It's a garden. So my thing is, you know, they want to say that they gave us this or they did this for us. And then when we go there and see it as parents, it's not there. And I keep telling our local politicians, when are you going to get parents and advocates, advocates like us working in these positions? When are you going to, because obviously things can get done when you got passionate parents, right, that live the journey picking up the phone call from another parent with a child with autism. They will get things done. When you have somebody that's just certified with a piece of paper and feel like, yo, I'm only doing this for eight hours. Okay, I show passionate. I show passion to this caller. Next call, I don't feel, I just went, I gave all my passion to that caller. See, there's a lot of things that they don't talk about what we go through. There's the email game. There's the, oh, we give you a callback game. And the biggest part of it, when it comes to getting our kids in school, 
that wait on this game could be damn near two years to get inside of the, the a great school could take two years. Mm-hmm. To I didn't even know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. I'm saying the best school in the Bronx as far as for the next level as far as junior high school, right? It's two years to get in there. Off the gate, you pick up the phone, they look you right to get two years to get in there. So if that's a great school, why not build another great school like that? See, this is where it'd be like they they just want to have us wait and sit at the back of the line or make us feel like we're begging for help. I don't feel any autism warrior, any special needs parent. Listen to me closely when I say this. Don't you ever beg for acceptance for your child and don't you ever, ever, ever beg for help, ever. Because you ain't got to beg for your child to be accepted. That's one thing we ain't going to do. Don't ever beg for your child to be accepted. Now, you take receipts. If you feel you're being disrespected, if you feel your local leaders who you stood online and voted for, who you stood online and voted for, who said they are for the people, which is us, and you go to them for help, and you get no help, you hold them accountable. You hold them accountable. Excuse me, what happened? I stood online, I voted for you. Um, You knew this is a very, this is dead in my heart. This is what I'm going through. I don't see nothing in the budget. I don't see you marching. I don't see you talk. Hold them accountable, just like I do. Hey, Richie Torres, you know, the Alexis Acostas, y'all know I'm on y'all. Y'all know I don't play. We got to do this again. I, yo, I, I just love y'all energy. Just for the simple Yeah, we fact, doing this again. You know that. We doing this I again. I love wisdom. <laughs> and y'all show represents wisdom. And your podcast represent with um, realness, man. And mm-hmm. I can't stress enough. The world needs more realness. We need more real conversations, mm-hmm. man. Real right. conversations. Right. So true. So I guess as we, as we wrapping up um, for the you know the end of this, how would you identify yourself, and how do you, you know, this is usually like a last tagline question we have people. How would you identify I, I, yourself? I feel like I'm an alpha male for autism acceptance. I'm an alpha. I'm like, um, God has anointed me for a mission, not just for my daughter, but for all those that deserve a voice. And um, I'm up for the challenge because at the end of the day, once I got into this challenge, I knew that um, it's so much work to be due. So I just, I think I'm anointed. I'm a, I'm a, you know what I mean? I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an anointed warrior for autism acceptance. And I try my best to be a hell of a dad and a hell of a husband. That's all we can ask for. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you on the show. I appreciate you speaking for Princess. And, you know, as as you know, one day we'll have her on the show. And I know she ain't gonna sit still. <laughs> She's like, man, listen, I ain't sitting there bothering with y'all. We'll get on there, though. I'll make sure crap. <laughs> one day we'll do a show. Um, and I think what we're gonna keep doing is just keep raising funds, keep raising awareness. We're gonna hopefully get that community park for autism. And um and yeah, please, for anybody, moving. anybody interested in the puzzleware, please you go. Um, you oh yeah, also puzzle, take a look at that. You can go to Puzzle Life Voice on Cash App. It's Puzzle Life Voice. Puzzle Life Voice on Cash App. Um, you can go on Instagram. All the clothing is on Instagram. You DM us, we send it out within forty-eight hours. So please, um, and like I said, tune in. All it all it takes is to tune in, and. I'm pretty sure if you tune into a couple of our conversations, you will become a warrior. That's a and fact. I want to thank I want to thank both <laughs> you guys just for having me and letting me talk autism acceptance. We in May. How many people still talking about autism acceptance? How exactly. many politicians still talking? How many times about am I still posting these these posts? I'm not playing. It wasn't a trending thing for me. <laughs> I no, definitely didn't walk in place. I gotta do that though. I'm gonna I'm do the hashtag though. Caleb, we should do it. You definitely yeah, walking in place. Both of y'all real. Um, shout out to both of your mothers, right? Who's been working with our kids with special needs, who've had the conversation with y'all, who've taken you around kids with special needs. That's why y'all get it. That's why y'all recognize it. And that's why y'all genuinely love our kids. So I want to say shout out to both of your mothers. All right. So big shout out to them, man, for um, like I said, for loving our kids genuinely. Because not every teacher, not every caretaker loves our kids, and y'all know that. And that's a different conversation for the yeah, next that's time. Yeah, that's a whole nother, you know, that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> I mean, look, the way they're treating the elderly, I mean, healthcare is a, it's just a lot going on, you know. Shout out to the uh, the young man that also, I think the police had shot him and he was autistic. There's a couple of times that it, this has happened. 
you know, I forgot the young man's name, but you know, shout out Plains. to that. Is that his name? Uh, that was the one out in Colorado, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it was the most recent. I mean, this, this between yes. the tasing, between just everything that's been going on, this is the last thing we needed to hear, you know? So yeah. just if there was more interest in conversation about what that was, and maybe if it was, I, I won't even give them the benefit of the doubt, but whatever it was. Well, that's why, that, 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 like I said, that's very, and big shout I will say this, big shout out to um, Inspector Ramsey, 43rd Precinct. We are doing the first Puzzle Life Dot Voice, 40, Puzzle Life Dot Voice, 43rd Precinct panel, which means it's going to be five special need families, five offices sitting across from us, having a conversation of what our fear is, how they don't need to be aggressive, how shining a light could trigger, how tone can trigger. So we had to have these conversations. So I want to say big shout out to the 43rd precinct for being the first precinct to, re to reach out to me and say, okay, let's do this because we really need to have this conversation before anyone wow. else. Is, is, that a is that a public conference or is that something that you're going to record? Because that sounds that awesome. I'm making that yeah. public and I will be speaking on it more. Um, they just signed off on it, so I That's will be awesome, doing man. it. So it's a panel, like I said, um, and I just need the parents to show up because you have a lot of parents that they're so angry with the cops. Okay, but we need the conversation. They need to see what the fears are, what are they doing wrong, how can they change? And we already know they wasn't having conversations like this in the academy. They didn't say, okay, now when you come across a kid with special needs or a child with, with, with sensory issues, you can't shine a bright light. Or do they know that our kids will never understand what police protocol is? See, these are conversations they need to know. Okay, they, they, they're not going to understand. Freeze. Don't move. Sit down. No, no, no. Not our kids. Sometimes I barely understand that. <laughs> so, uh, big shout out to this, to, to the 43rd for wanting to do that puzzle like panel. And let's keep building, man. Let's keep building, man. You brothers are, I got number love for you, brothers, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm glad I did do it. I'm glad I did do it today. Yeah, man. I'm glad you did too. So, Caleb, go ahead and wrap us up, man. Sounds great. Well, we really do appreciate you coming on to the show. This was, I think, such a, a great platform to be able for our for our listeners, our subscribers, our viewers to be able to hear the message that needs to take place, right? The awareness, but also allows it allows for um, PuzzleLife.Voice to be able to continue to raise awareness for something that needs to be heard by everyone and needs to be you know, educated towards the youth and, and really just everyone as well. Um, and, and so we're, we're very grateful to have been able to have PuzzleLife.Voice on the show here. Of course, you've been listening, watching, and as always, uh, being able to just stay up to date with the Identity Podcast right here for the Identity Podcast. Uh, it has been great. Autism Awareness featuring PuzzleLife.Voice has been just such a joy to be able to have uh, Kyle and PuzzleLife.Voice here on the show. Of course, every week, Wednesdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, you can check out, you can listen and watch the Identity Podcast uh, via live, via Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch, all at the Identity Podcast. Of course, you can check out the Identity Podcast on all streaming platforms, and you can follow the Identity Podcast on all social media platforms as well. And of course, you can listen to the Identity Podcast on Brick Media every Tuesday. And if you love the Identity podcast and want to sponsor us well guess what you can all you have to do is email us at press at findyourid.nyc.com and we'll get back to you with more details of course stay tuned to the identity podcast every single week as we post all kinds of different promos we post different uh, clips from every every week's episode and we're constantly just posting fun things to be able to interact with with all of you our listeners our viewers and also to continue to raise awareness for everything that we cover on the show because we are all about discovering each other identities, right? Identity is this term that's constantly, it's very fluid, right? It's constantly changing. Each and every day, we get to add a new lens to our identity. And today we got to learn about this thing that is so important and needs to be heard, and yet it's not heard. It's not being educated. And, and we get to raise awareness. And that's on, you know, that's on autism and that's on the spectrum. And that is really, really important. So again, we're so grateful for PuzzleLife.Voice doing what they are doing and for allowing them allowing us to have them on the show and so we're so grateful to to continue to work with you and to continue to help and and be a part of this 
be a part of this movement, right? As a big thing. And so we're, we're very grateful. Of course, you've been listening, watching the identity podcast. I am Caleb, one of your co-hosts along with my fellow and always lovely co-host Tarek. We're so grateful to always be here for the identity Shout podcast. The Catch, man, the man. <laughs> <laughs> Catch next week. Don't forget to catch next week's show uh, with Kanchan Singh. We're very excited and author to have her on the show next week, uh, May 26th, the very last episode of the month. So we're very grateful for that. And of course, don't forget to check out the social media puzzlelife.voice pg2 that's page two check it out follow them on instagram uh really great stuff what they're posting and of course check out the hashtags that they have as well all these hashtags above are hashtags that uh, puzzlelife.voice uh, challenges you and we challenge you as well to, to be able to you know take place walking in place for autism to have to help knock out the stigma out of autism uh to simply just have you know be part of the puzzle and everything and of course autism warrior chronicles as well once again you've been watching and listening the identity podcast we're so grateful for everyone as always thank you we'll catch you next week